Rothenberger coming back here. We obviously got the great Zach Rothenberger as always. This is great. As I kind of mixed it up there for you, Zach. I kind of, you know, I went in alphabetical order in the Rothenberger family, you know, D to Z. Hey, hey, I like it. You know, we're keeping it uh, politically correct. I you appreciate sold that. us, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, so obviously we didn't scare you away too much. So welcome back into the full one, man. And it's and you know what? I love your uh, attire there. You got a little, a little hockey. Oh, uh, we're getting back and you know it's it was like perfect timing that this kind of all clicked together too because you know obviously hockey starting to for once you know what they feel like two times a year they make headlines but obviously <laughs> that happened this week so here we are you know yeah it's uh it's been the light at the end of the tunnel ever since the stanley cup playoffs have ended from the summer so it's it's nice to finally be in like december talking about hockey how's the, how's the heart doing oh uh, it, it's much better now much much better now starting to but. spell my heart with an h-a-r-t you know hey there we go that's my bad go. joke zach i got it out yeah well it's, it usually starts like in the middle and then it gets really good i so. throw an interception to start the game every show dave and then then after that i start moving the ball down the field every once in a while but it got deflected at the line it's okay i'm like jason campbell as a host you know it's just i'm out there <laughs> All right. Nevertheless, we got a great show for everyone. Dave's obviously with us. We're going to be talking some hockey, you know, which is great because I feel like we always hammer the football uh, chatter. We obviously will have the chat going, so we'll have everyone cooking here. There we go. We got Joe P cooking with a little fire chatter. Um, you know, we'll obviously go into to all the hockey circuits tonight, and then uh, we'll talk more, obviously, about Thursday Night Football, which, Zach, by the way, Gio, you're in the play. I'm not. I'm mentally on the golf course right now in fantasy, but, like, where are you? Do you have anyone going tonight? I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm really nervous. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where fantasy is just so funky that no matter where you finish in the regular season, everyone's zero, uh, you know, O and O right now. Yeah. So it's, we're uh, living it. We're living it. Right. Um, all right. But yeah, it's that point. And then uh, it's funny. I feel like this little name game thing we're going to do later. I feel like that's going to be fun. I'm actually teasing that. I, I'm going to go call an audible here because I, I want to get there because that's going to be fun. <laughs> um, and then obviously a lot of college football chatter. You know, there's some fun stuff. Dude, Army Navy this weekend. Let's go. There you go, right. Zachy. Right. And I'm so glad you said, I want to, before we jump in the show and do our clickbait cleanup and all that great stuff, I feel like, I, like, you got to have a side in the Army Navy game, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to. I mean, you can't just say, oh, I'm just happy. It's America. You know, Dude, you're you rocking the hat. You're rocking the jersey. That's right. That's right. Got deep ties with the Army. That's right. I'm, so. The funny thing is, I feel like I don't find too many Army guys out there. So, like, right on. Like, yeah, let's I mean, do just, it. yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do a little, little virtual fist pump, man. Virtual Corona. Pump. Um, right. <laughs> by the way, did you guys vote? Um, all right. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Dave, by the way, are, do you have a, do you pick sides in this Army Navy thing? So, I'm not the biggest on college football but if i had to pick one side it would more than likely be army there like go. I, there I have go. no ties to navy i got more ties to the army and things that my grandfather nature. you know he was an army guy and you know and, and to that point we navy's in our conference and obviously respect this is what's fun about it. it's almost like it's all in good fun it's, it's almost how sports should be like and look i'm a mm-hmm. crazy fan so like i'm not trying to like like do a virtue signaling session here but at the same point it's like what i love about army navy is that you know we should we'll get to this segment later in the show but I think what's great about Army Navy is just like it kind of brings out the best in sports fans because no one takes it too far because it's all out of respect for the military. But at the same point, like it's there's passion in both sides of respect. It's just great stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, but that's stuff that's a great look bait, right? Things that are out there. Exactly. What about lead off? We'll reverse alphabetical order here and how do you pick it off? Yeah, so you know, it's the standard uh, ESPN plus uh, articles <laughs> that we pay for, that we pay for to get this stuff. Um, so this one was about ranking potential college football playoff matchups, playoff matchups by entertainment value. Oh by entertainment value, shouldn't it just be whoever the best teams are play, and that's entertainment in its own? Like, you don't just jingle jangle these things around, right? Like, come on. Oh, my God. 
dude. Like, I seriously hate ESPN. I do. I remember, like, once when I was in college, saying, like, don't say that. You might want to work for them someday. It's like, no, I'm like, Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously. all their turnover. Yeah. Not right, right now, especially now. Yeah. I mean, hey, maybe you never know, 30 years down the road. But, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't see it changing, the culture. No. And it sucks. It's all clickbait on that stuff. It's a shame. But I guess that's how they get to where they are, right? People take the bait. Yeah, honestly, I think it's – I think they just do it on purpose at this rate. Between mm. that and, like, NBC Sports, I think, like, it's just their biggest way to get people riled up and uh, create talk. And, you know, it's funny because, I mean, let's 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 actually put our cards on the table here for a second. Let's, like, unwind the curtain and, like, be those guys. Like, look, Zach, we look at what, like, our clicks are on the website, right? Like, that's important. Like, the more clicks yeah. we get, the better the website would do. But at the same point – and I mean this, I, like, I'm not just like trying to sound like a Boy Scout here for the show. We never, ever, ever, like, care. Remember, we even, and we even talk about it, it's about the product, right? Like, it's, I right. don't care how many clicks we get. It's about doing it, the, like, in our opinion, the right way. I mean, everyone right. out, has their own style of doing stuff. But, like, the way we want to do it, right, is more a better way of putting it. To that point, right, like, you, to your point, Dave, it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, I, uh I don't know. Do you want me? All right. You know what? I'll, I'll go next. Because, Dave, I like, we're going to flow yours right into hockey, which it's that oh, program. Yeah. We're going to keep yeah. jabbing at ESPN when, when you're up to bat. Uh, but you know what? I'll take it away from here. So, oh, man, it, it, why is it – and seriously, like, answer this question for me. Why is it every single time, every single time, when any big-name person gets released, let go, tra- or is on the block to get traded, WIP just swoops in, it's almost like they have a routine of saying, like, make sure you get an article out to, like – just made people click on it. Like, literally, this is what clickbait is. Anytime there's someone on the trade block or anything, like I was just saying, it's always like, well, would they be a good fit in Philly? What? Like, always. And the point is, it could be like, if if next year, I'm using this, I have a hypothetical, slipping my own wrist here. It's like they said, oh, like Aaron Rodgers on the trading block. Like, they would still say, would this make sense for Philly? Like, to hemorrhage, like, everything. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's all, they always try to, and I just hate it from WIP because they can do better. And it's just like, and look, I don't know if uh, Francisco Lindor is going to sign, you know, get traded to them or whatever. But it's just almost like here we are talking about like, like they're being cheap, like JT over at Muto, like and all that. And all of a sudden now, Francisco, now you want to talk about Lindor? Like no, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, garbage. I, just, I, I got a little emotional over that. I didn't mean to. That was well, you little, should because that's just classic, just just the yeah, right malarkey, there. as they yeah. say. Yeah. Malarkey. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> oh, but Dave, right, you want to? I'll tell you. You want to do yours? Oh yeah, it, oh. it's it, it's poking fun at ESPN, like you said, just for the sheer fact that ESPN and the NHL do not have a good relationship, and it it worked out perfectly that I saw this on Twitter and on the Philadelphia Flyers Facebook page, <laughs> just because like it worked so perfectly. So for my clickbait this week, um, the ESPN released it in idea of what the divisions are going to be because of COVID restrictions, they have to make a Canadian division. So typically the divisions are East, uh, Eastern Conference, Central, um, Atlantic, and Pacific. Now it's East, Central, West, Canadian. The only team... sick, by the way. Just throw that out there. (laughs) Sorry, I had to disrupt the vibes there. That is such a cool thing that they're doing a Canadian thing. (laughs) Well, before I get into the rest of this, the thing that sucks about the Canadian division, and a lot of people don't realize it just yet, they have to travel between 
four different time zones. No, I'm yeah. so they're, they're literally <laughs> traveling within their own division. So going from Edmonton to Montreal to Toronto, they're traveling four different time zones. It's going to suck for them. But if you could see on the screen, the Eastern Conference, the Bruins, the Sabres, the Hurricanes, the Devils, the Islanders, the Rangers, and the Capitals. There seems to be a team missing, guys. So what are we in the Canadian division, the Flyers, that is? <laughs> I, I guess so, because there's 31 teams in the NHL at the moment. Next year, there will be 32 with Seattle getting involved. There's 30 teams listed. They purposely left off the Philadelphia Flyers. It's, it's just, just unbelievable. It's just so Bush League, I feel like, by ESPN. They always, they always, and it's like, check your graphics. All right, I mean, look, hey, first of all, I'll just at least open up and say I've screwed up my fair share of productions on this show. Like, I do it every day, pretty much. So, but, but like, I have blood on my own hands. But at the same point, come on, you're better than that, ESPN. Exactly. I, I don't know. I, I just know that ESPN and NHL don't mesh well, and that's the reason why they aren't on ESPN for whatever reason. No, but it's like a messy marriage where like they stay together for the kid, which is like the small gross income that they get off their hockey market, but like it's all just like the kid's not happy, the parents aren't happy, it's it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I end up seeing more soccer and lacrosse than I do hockey on ESPN. So Yeah, I yeah, know. I know, I know, right? Um, but you know what, let's to that point, I feel like people would say I feel like all we talk about is stuff not hockey. So let's let's talk some hockey. We got the guru Dave Rothenberg in the house right now, right? We're talking some hockey. So, um, you know, I feel like Dave, right? There's so many different ways we could kind of just dive into this, but I feel like the 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 most intriguing headline, especially because you know, it's funny. I actually want to backtrack this for a second. You wrote an awesome article, and that's also why we wanted to get you on the show. And I feel like that was the beginning of the hockey news. And then it was like, oh, by the way, do you want to know the divisions realigned? Or by the way, the schedule's coming out. Like, all that kind of fun stuff's happening. But yep. you wrote an awesome article for our site. I'm actually going to post that link right now. But do you want to tell everyone I'll tease a little bit, and then we'll, we'll talk more about it? Yeah. So the NHL for this upcoming season released what they call reverse retro jerseys. So the concept is that they're diving into the team's history and making a modern twist on it. Some teams did phenomenal. Some teams, as you could see at the very end of the or top of the ranking, I should say, because it went in reverse order, uh, they like they sucked. It was like they mailed it in. They kind of just like submitted something to submit something. But I went through all 31 teams in my own personal opinion and ranked them from worst jersey to the best jersey. And I have my top five here right now. So you can kind of get a little bit of a sneak peek of what the jerseys are go into a lot more detail on why I put each jersey in each spot. Um, number five, in the fifth place, I put the Florida Panthers. They brought back the classic jumping Puma logo, which was great. A and lot I'm going to real quick. I'm not posting any pictures. I want people to click on your article and read it so they can actually see. Because to that point, you line, dude, that was the coolest part. Like, just line, the way you lined everything up and, like, that was awesome. Zach, did you help out with that? No, I was Dave. I just oh, I was about to say it was awesome. Like you guys did an awesome job with that. Pictures. Yeah, exactly. Oh, awesome so, job. Yeah. And like, so yeah, yeah, click on the article. And I'm not. This is not me trying to do a clickbait sell. Uh, <laughs> you can see all the jerseys, and like they're all like, the pictures are really cool with like the way the, you know they, the models did a nice job wearing them. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely. what they're paid to do. But you know, right, yeah, yeah. So a lot of like they're all really cool concepts. The top five, like the Florida brought back the jumping Puma logo, which I know a lot of people, including myself really enjoyed, but when they switched logos, it wasn't bad. 
but the older logo was better in my opinion and they just accented it with the like the royal blue the red the gold it was really nice um i've been talking to zach a lot since the nhl is starting back up he's trying to get into being a hockey fan so Isn't it great right I, I, I gotta give him a little bit of love and i gotta, I gotta a lot of love his team that he he chose the buffalo sabers at number four so personally, I know a lot of people wanted the classic buffalo head on the front of the jersey, which would have been really cool. But personally, I think it looks better as, as a shoulder crest with the cross sabers in the center. A lot of people are bashing that look, but I think that logo has a little bit more like finesse to it, I guess you could say. Like a little bit more class for the Buffalo team and just that modern twist with their colors currently compared to what they were with the black and red, it's just beautiful. It has a just clean look to it. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason why I couldn't put it top three was because it had the Buffalo at the bottom. Like I'm not, I was not a huge fan of like the teams that had the, like their names just written on it. Um, I actually ranked the New York Rangers a lot higher because they got rid of it. They brought back late lady Liberty. I love, I love as much as, you know, I'm not a Rangers guy, but yeah, there, there's Scott. lady. What's that? I was say I was surprised that you had the Rangers at fourteen because I personally don't. I, I love the Lady Liberty, but besides that, it's just blah. It just doesn't. So, do those it. are pretty tough. But yeah. and Joe G was saying, how cool would it have been if they had red ones, like the Giants yeah. red? Oh, that would have been oh, tough. Yeah. That would have been. If they would have implemented there, a little more red, if they would have brought it, like that's why I ranked it so low, mm-hmm. like out of like that top fifteen because of the fact that it was just boring. Other than Lady Liberty, like they brought in like the darker blue, which is great. Lady Liberty, a little bit of red striping on the arms, but that was it. If they brought in a little bit more, it probably would have been like top 10, in my opinion. And it's funny you say that because I, I felt like all the ones, like the teams I didn't like. By the way, you know what? I got to give your Uncle Rick a shout out because he was saying, why am I not wearing any hockey stuff? Got to protect the church. You got to ride the sidetrack here, right? That's right. Is this the way to plug the, plug the, the store, Zach? I, the I'll store. do it more on a, on a more passionate level at the end of the yeah. show. But there which, we go. You know, so passionately, but no, hey, you know what? We gotta gotta rock, you know. Got it's we're in the final turn here, boys, like in the football season, which is actually funny because I'm gonna I was gonna plug that little comment in as we kind of roll into this. But also, before we wrap up the retro jersey thing, I was gonna say to that point, like I you know, I want to get into this. Basically, no, I want you to check out Dave's article and then like to that point, I'm just giving like the audience a homework assignment. Check it out. We want to hear what you think of the like what you want you like. Like, do you agree with Dave's article? And Dave, I'll say this, you know what I loved. How you broke them into categories, like real living room categories too. Like, like, like when you have banter, like you have the ones that are like, "This is hideous." Like this one, I could live with. Like this one, it's like it's not bad. And it was like cream of the crop. And like the ones where it's like you outdid yourself. Like I love how you broke them down, and I like it was perfect. I thought it was the easiest way to do it because it's like a lot of them aren't bad. It's just I thought ones went above and beyond. Like the top three, I'll let them read it. But the ones that are in the top three, for me personally, they went above and beyond. Like, the way that those teams implemented their past into their present, it's just phenomenal. But, like, the Philadelphia Flyers, I don't think the retro reverse jersey is bad. I just thought that they could have done stuff better to it. Like, I am a huge fan of the mid-2000s black jerseys. We currently have a classic Danny Breer all black home jersey hanging in our man cave in the basement with all of our other Philadelphia sports gear stuff. Like that's not being touched, but if they would have brought totally is what back, it is. Yeah. 
if they would have brought that back, oh, that would have been easily top five. But it, it's not bad. I would probably still get one, but I'm not like actively going out of my way to buy one right now. So. Well, that's perfect because I was going to ask where you had the flyers uh, roughly without giving it away. So you just you just answered it right there, basically. Yeah, they're they're about middle of the road. Dude, they like, look like an just... NHL t- like twenty one uniform, like in the game, like the video game. That's what they look like. If you're creating like a fly, like if you're creating the flyers in the game, like it's like you want like the things down there. It's like yeah, like yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, it's like a create a character like style jersey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you, can you, uh, I, I'm going to throw this in there. Can you just tell us who you put as the worst one just so we can pick fun of it? Oh, up? hands down, it was the New York Islanders. <laughs> it, it was a little bit of a bias because I'm not, I actively disdain the Islanders. They're my least favorite New York team, but their current jerseys look exactly like their retro reverse jersey. It's the navy blue, the orange, the current logo. A lot of people, including myself, wanted to see the fisherman or the lighthouse. Something yes. different. But, no, the Islanders don't like that fun. They've ruined this hockey. They make it boring, and same with their jerseys. It's so funny you say that because I was thinking the exact same. Like, me and Joe G were talking about that, too. Like, you got to bring – it. was it – uh Damn it! It's this is like a Seinfeld moment. Like I was even saying this today, I was like, it's like the the place to be. Uh, what's was it? Uh, Captain Gordon's seafood or whatever. Like he looks like Captain Gordon's on their like you know their logo. Bring that one back. Exactly. Um, all right, but I was gonna say to that point, let's let's like flow into this. It's what your uncle Ricky was saying. Um, all right, well, I see. I'm I'm loving the chat. My grandfather was an Islanders fan. He was also a Giants fan, and that really hurt when they knocked the Packers out of the playoffs a lot. To that point, me wearing the Packers stuff, like you said, your Uncle Rick was wondering where my hockey stuff is. And I'll give like a very weird – I'm going to rant for a quick second. It's like, all right, here you go. Everyone pour yourself a drink. Um, but no, <laughs> to that point, I feel like me and Joji were talking about this before I jumped on the show about an hour and a half ago. And and we were kind of saying like – because he was like, oh, hockey. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then we obviously – him and I just got in a giant hockey conversation that was great. But I was thinking to myself like – you know, like him and I, for example, like he's a diehard Rangers fan, like me, Joe P, Chad, like the rest of them, like we're, we're all diehard Flyers fans. And I think we're all in a world right now where we're still kind of locked into football. And like that's and, and everyone might have their own thing, like whether it's soccer, football, like whatever, even like think about the Sixers, like whatever you want to think about. Right. Like um, the way I look at it is with hockey for us fans, we're. We're almost like in like I feel like every team when they're in the off season they they're hybrid like every fan I should say in the off season is hibernating like I, me Joe P Chad like we all are gonna kind of wake up at the same time and like get ready to go and then the season's gonna start and we'll be ready to go for the season but like we know when we want to get ready we know what we need to know we know who's getting resigned in the off season like we kind of have like our like the same off season that we always do it's almost like like players do us as fans do now to that point I'm gonna like kind of sub point right here. You look at Zach as a perfect example of what the other point would be is like there are people that just jumped on board with hockey this past year, right? Like obviously a lot of people with coronavirus have been staying in. There was a lot of afternoon hockey. People, they definitely picked up more of a following, right? Like just like more people watch soccer, more people watch like all sorts of sports. We were watching, you know, we were watching marbles racing at some point in time. We were like cavemen in the sports world. Korean baseball, yeah. Yeah, Remember that? We said, can we, we stay up and watch it? What days you were living in? It was like being in a cave stuck and you're like, do I want to eat that ant on the ground? That's basically what Korean baseball was in like the, 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 the caveman world. But anyway, to that point, you look at Zach, for example, there's a fan has blossomed in you. 
You're yeah. a Sabres fan now, which makes sense. I think it's kind of cool because obviously you have New York ties, upstate New York, especially with your family. And then like you look at it with like your Buffalo trip was a lot of fun. Like it, it makes total sense to me. It meshes. It's perfect. So Dave, I'm going to put you completely on the spot as I just spilled like my guts out for seven minutes in a row. It felt like, <laughs> like for that fan that just kind of is now new to hockey is kind of liking it. And like someone like Zach, for example, and then, I'm going to mesh, mesh it with like the NBA is a season and Joe G hit the nail right on the head. Think about it. He's a Knicks fan. He probably hasn't watched a game in 20 years, like a full game from start to finish as you probably have exactly <laughs> right. It's, it has to be good, but yet, and yet, you know, every single headline about the NBA because they kind of make it known, you know, what's going on with the NHL. It's almost like I have to look for articles to find out exactly what, uh, what uh, happened this year. Right. Like it's, it's not the same flow. So to that point, it's harder to get this news and I'm not criticizing the way everyone, everyone's got their niche and right. Like obviously I feel like NFL, NBA, and even MLB a little bit have more of a social media presence than the NHL does. Whew, get, get this off your breath, Karen. <laughs> so to that point, Dave, now I'm going to put all this on you now to like make your soapbox happen. Can you give me kind of a debrief on this past off season since the bubble and just like a, a pulse check on the NHL in general? So for the off season, <laughs> no, it's fine. For off-season purposes, like, what I find easier to kind of keep track of is I've listened to a lot of podcasts. And a lot of the podcasts that I listen to frequently, because they have a few different shows out, is a Philadelphia Flyers-based podcast, Broad Street Street Hockey, for example. Like, they're they're on – I can't even remember how I got linked up with listening to them. I think maybe someone suggested it for me. But one of the people on the panels is a writer for theathletic.com and he's a Flyers fan. So he know like he'll talk about on my weekly show, big things that happen around the league. Other shows throughout there, they'll help with uh, plugging like different things that happen around the league. And for me, like I follow a lot of like the NHL.com, uh, MB or NHL and NBC, uh, different things like that on social media. So I can kind of follow that a little bit easier. Plus, the NHL app. I can read articles there. Um, so for me, I've been able to see and hear a lot of big moves and a lot of like bust moves in the off season, which are interesting. I even brought up a few points where it's like kind of talking in, like I know Zach mentioned, we're going to talk about contenders and pretenders. So to oh, yeah. kind of beat, you know kind that of beat you to <laughs> that punch a little bit. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of teams that made some really good moves. Like the, the most recent Stanley cup champions, the same, uh, the Tampa Bay lightning. Couldn't think of the city that they were from Tampa Bay lightning. Um, they it's were, right. either championships have been coming from Tampa or LA. It's all, you yeah, know, warm, so, fun places, you know? Yeah. Uh, but they were able to keep a large majority of that Stanley cup winning team under their cap salary because the NHL, because of COVID and everything going on in the world, they are at a flat cap salary. Like they're not increasing their cap salary to be able to get more players, sign bigger players to bigger deals, different things of that nature. So owners got to be creative. The GM's got to be creative. Um, but they're able to make a do or make do with what they got. Uh, Colorado Avalanche is another team that made some big moves. They made some big trades. And honestly, they're probably my top pick for the Western Conference. I think that they're going to go to the Stanley really? Cup. Yeah. I think Colorado will easily be the number one team in the Western Conference. And I'm saying this now. I think that they're going to go all the way to the Stanley Cup in 2020, 2021 season. 
Hot takes. Hot takes. Yeah. Well, I've Avalanche. Been, I, I've been watching a little uh, NHL network lately, and I know uh, Joe Sakic has been doing a, a lot of a lot of uh, grooming there and building culture. So, yep, he's been oh, making man. a lot of big moves. I got. I gotta. I gotta ask Dave. So Taylor Hall signed with the Sabers, one year, eight million dollars, big deal. You know, for one year. Yep. Uh, he won the Hart Trophy in 2018. But is this like is this a good move or is this kind of a wasted? All right, one year, or do you see? Kind of it being good for the team. And I love this sack. I love this right, right now. And someone to work with uh, with Jack Eichel to help, you know, try to build some winning seasons in Buffalo. Or do you see it just being a one-year stint? So, personally, I think it's going to be a good thing for both of them because Taylor Hall, he's a big player. Like you said, he won the Hart Trophy in 2018, even though Claude Giroux did have more points in him that season and had a better season that year. Don't want to get into it. Um Taylor Hall is a phenomenal player that will definitely help Jack Eichel. But after this one year is up, I can't see him staying in Buffalo. I think he's trying to get into a team where he knows he will do well in order to get a better deal from someone else in the offseason next year. That makes not sense. To, not to burst your bubble. I think he will do great things in Buffalo. And Buffalo, for all I know, Buffalo could sign him to a bigger deal. But I can I see a team like the Ottawa Senators who somehow have millions of dollars in cap salary still left. Well, they, they got rid of everyone. They have no one. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, they well, probably, they're just probably sitting on a mountain of cash. They're sitting on a mountain of cash, but they're making some surprising moves. Like they're, I can't see them making playoffs or like being. A, they're going to be a little bit better than what they were last year, but they're not going to be as bad. That's for sure. Um, cause they signed former starting goaltender from the Pittsburgh Penguins, Matt Murray. They signed others for going to boost their roster. Uh, I can't see them winning the Stanley Cup within the next three years, but they're, they're making some moves. They got some open cap. Uh, that could be a team that signs Taylor Hall in the off season because they have so much cap left. But. See, I'm, I'm going to get my my take in. This might just be an optimistic, ignorant, you know, first timer fan take. But I know for me, my first trip to Buffalo, like I loved the the fan culture there with the Bills and how they rally behind them and the Sabres is such a very tight knit community. So I'm hoping that what happens, and again, hoping is that he goes there, he is embraced by the community, which I know he will be, and he loves it. And Jack Eichel's a stud, so he's going to you know like playing with him. And I'm hoping that they can kind of build some camaraderie there and it, it lasts more than a year obviously but anything can happen in sports as we know so yeah i mean if they pull together a really strong first line with both of them on it i can definitely see him staying in buffalo mm-hmm. i i just knowing how things work and like from the last few years of watching and listening to hockey and seeing a lot of other big name players moving this this offseason like Alex Petrangelo to L.A., Tori Krug from Boston to St. Louis. Um, they're they're going to try to go where they're going to get the most ice t- time, the most amount of points, and the most amount of cash, I feel. Like, the fandom and the city definitely plays a big role in it, but Alex Petrangelo, for example, I think he could have easily made as much money in St. Louis, but I think he wanted to change pace. I think that's why, like, that was a big reason why he ended up going to Vegas. 
Well, to to that point, there's been so many like different places or new faces in different places. I'm like trying to do like my fun little NBC or whatever, you know, type thing. But like where they put the fun music at the killers on, like when you were young, and just like, oh, here we go, all the new people have changed. I didn't make those graphics tonight. I suck. I have a, another job. I can't do that stuff yet. But one day we get enough subscribers. But to that point, I feel like Dave. So there was a lot of fun names. I feel like that got tossed around. Even if you're not, if you're a casual hockey fan, right? Like there were names that got dropped. Like like and then like Dave, it's like. Lundqvist, right? Like Henrik Lundqvist for the Rangers. Now Hank is a capital. Like what? <laughs> right? You got that. You got obviously you got Holpe is now on the Canucks. Brent Holpe from the like from the Capitals. He's now on the Canucks. And like I'm just looking like where like Allen's on Montreal now. And then like even and then like uh, there's just goalies. I mean then you look at like Patrick Hornquist from Pittsburgh is now in Florida. And then uh, Nate Schmidt's now on the Canucks too. So obviously like almost I don't want to be like yo, what do you think about the Canucks? But almost like to that point. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of stuff going on right now. I feel like, and, and just with everything going on, so I don't know what. What do you think? I'm like, I'm giddy. I'm salivating right now, just because like there's stuff going on. The, the NHL, like, it's a fun off season. They just don't anything people know about. Just so far, and honestly, it's that relationship between them and ESPN. Like MLB is on ESPN, and NBA is on ESPN. Uh, football's on. Uh, ESPN. I almost said NBC. Uh, NHL has a partnership with NBC. That's. I feel like that's the reason why. Because a lot of people tune into ESPN to get their updates. I think like that's a big reason why. Yeah, like, there's a lot of fun off-season moves. Like I was blown away that Hendrik Lundqvist signed a deal to be goaltender for the Capitals, where I highly doubt he's going to end up being the starter. I do not foresee him being the starter in Washington. And he took a $4 million pay cut. He was getting paid easily $5, $6 million, and he's getting like a $1.6 million a year. Um, and Braden Holpe going to the Canucks, like that was like, I wasn't that thinking. That was drama. I mean, I wasn't thinking Vancouver. I feel bad. Well, I mean, look. I don't obviously like the Rangers as a Flyers fan, but as a hockey fan, I would say like that does suck. I wish Longquist had won a Stanley Cup for the Rangers. Yeah. As a hockey fan, that's unbiased, if you will. No, I agree. And like, like get my- that out, like, <laughs> like, like didn't feel good, but I just like had to say that because I'm keeping it real, right? Yeah, I'm like, like you said, like I'm a Flyers fan. Like I don't like the New York Rangers, but I've out of all the Eastern or like our divisional teams, I respect them probably the most. Uh, in Washington, uh, I've lived with a few Rangers fans in college, so I kind of like had that mutual understanding of like, hey, at this point in time, both of our teams suck. But yeah, like the King Hendrik Lundqvist should have been able to win something with the Rangers. Like he pulled them to so many Stanley Cup playoffs, but. I honestly thought he was just going to retire as a king, or not as a king, um, a ranger. Oh I yeah, he was I mean, retire he'd be the king of New York. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that he's a he's a capital now, like that's that's intriguing. Honestly, when there was talks that he was going to sign with another team, if we could have afforded it, I would have loved to see a tandem of Hart Lundquist. That would have been. Feel, nice. I think he's going to start in Washington, right? Nah, I I forget the name of the goalie for Washington, but he was being groomed to be their number one. Like he was starting more games last season than Braden Holpe was. This would be a test right now if we see if Alexa knows this. Alexa, who is the Washington Capitals starting goaltender? Washington Capitals goalie is Braden Holpe. You're late. <laughs> You're better than that. 
He got traded. Come on. That's I mean, that's why I paid like so little for that. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that, Alexa. But anyway, um, to that point, well, I mean, you know, she's going to tell me the weather tomorrow. I hope it's good. I don't want her to be mean to me. All right. But anyway, to that point, I feel like the big headline, though, besides the uniforms and stuff, right, in the past week has been this whole division realignment, right? Like, and it's it's fun. It kind of has like that bubble flow again, if you will. Not that, that was a ton of fun, but like, you know, I mean, what do you what do you think of I mean bring it down for us I guess is what I'm really trying to throw at you. Hey, so I I sent the picture to Zach. I don't know if he was able to get it to you. There was a pick that from um, we got the graphics floor. up. All right, we got them all up. From, we're um, good. It was from yeah, here it is. So this is the proposed new division alignment, which corrected it. The Flyers are in a division this time. Um <laughs> But it also brings back Pittsburgh into the division. Initially, the talk was that Pittsburgh and Columbus were going to be in that central division. And one point that I wanted to make is that if they were to be in the central division, Pittsburgh would win it hands down. They would The NHL would be handing Pittsburgh that divisional t- win, no doubt about it. Because the central division, as it stands right now, with Carol- uh, now Carolina's in it. Uh, Columbus, Chicago, Detroit, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. The biggest things that they would have had to fight would have been Nashville, I feel, and Tampa Bay with being the reigning Stanley Cup champions. But Detroit, worst team in the NHL last year. They're still on a complete rebuild. Chicago, not much better. Same thing with Florida. uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, not doing too hot in goaltending. And then Carolina... They were initially supposed to be in the East, but um, they're they're a wild card. Columbus is they're going to be good if they can stay healthy. So if Pittsburgh would have been in that division, they probably would have won easy. But now that they're back with the Flyers, the Rangers, the Capitals, that's going to bring in a lot of draw power because if they're playing a lot of teams in the division and only the division, that's all their rivalries there. But those three teams, the fly, the Penguins, Capitals. Rangers. Well, I love how Zach. Here we are. It's like I just was like, oh, it's okay. You can you can pull for Buffalo. They're not in our division. It's like, all right, hey, <laughs> guy, you're standing on my lawn. It's like, no, no more. I don't want this. Well, honestly, they, I'm excited to play Buffalo. I like. I honestly. That's because really they're not wish. good. No offense. I'm sorry. Like, they're not supposed to be good this year. Yeah, I'm that's optimistic. Why you're I've been listening to Buffalo podcasts in the in the background. So don't. Get, hold on, give me that take. I want to hear that. Listen, Ralph Kruger. It's his second year as a head coach, okay? He's got it. <laughs> Dave's laughing at me. He's thinking I'm only reading off his script or something. Ralph, Ralph Kruger has has a very storied, storied career, okay? Second year in the pro. He's going to feel a little more comfortable, especially without, you know, they actually have a home ice to skate on now. Jack Eichel, you know, don't have to really talk much about him because he's, you know, a top, what would you say, Dave, a top five center in the league, top ten center? I would say easily top ten at the lowest top like twelve, but definitely okay. like top. So top top tier, we'll just say, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Eric Saul, not a slouch, young guy coming in. Victor Olofsson makes up that front line with with Eichel and Hall. Okay, the, the biggest question mark in Rasmus Dahlin is the defender, good defender. Um, now that's the only concern, obviously, and then the goaltender is the concern. Like Linus Olmark isn't really anything to write write home about. So. Um, Who? Line is exactly exactly <laughs> Linus Olmark, right? And Carter Hutton. So, you know, these be 
some uh, some growth shown there. But um, you know, I'm hopeful, and uh, like I said, I'm I'm thinking they're going to get a lot out of the team this year, and, and we'll see whether that means. I mean, we haven't been in the playoffs. I say we, like I've been a fan for years. I say we, we, we haven't been. Hey, but you know, you're part of the family, though. right? For the longest time, you know, never won a Stanley Cup, so I think they're going to start turning turning the tide for the better. Well, Zach, before I before I like kind of poke holes in your little spiel real quick, would it be would it make you feel better to know that I did see a rumored report that there may potentially be trade rumors for a specific goaltender that's out in Las Vegas that kind of wants to get out in Mark Andre Fleury? Ooh, would that, that make you feel a little bit better? That, that makes me feel a lot better. All right, hold on. We're not doing the Buffalo Sabres show here because you know, quite <laughs> frankly, no, 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 like, no. I'm getting well, tired. I'm just saying, I had to, right, I had to boost like? his confidence up before I just knocked him down. Oh, boy. Because here, here's the thing. Although Buffalo has all these phenomenal players, <laughs> we the and their head coach second year there, like you said, the Flyers, too, have a second-year head coach in Elaine Vignol. And... As history has proven it, he's a Stanley Cup winning caliber coach. He has turned this team around from 2018-19 to 2019-20 like it was nothing. And the Flyers are healthy. The Flyers have a better system this time. I personally think, and this is going to be my hot take right now, is that the Flyers or the Capitals will be the number one team in the Eastern Division. Wow. Mm. Spicy hot, point? Dave. Is that, a, is that a nice little segue into contenders and pretenders? I think it is. Uh, let's do it. You want, what do you want to start with, contenders or pretenders? I kind of want to do pretenders first. Because let's I do got, it. These are some, also some hot takes. Um, I'm going to – like, I had it broken down by each division. So, like, the Canadian, Western, Central, Eastern. Yeah, let's, um, I love it. Perfect. So, I'm going to have to tweak the Central one because of the fact that Pittsburgh is no longer in the Central one. But uh, if we're going off this – I think that Nashville will probably be the biggest pretender. And the reason being is that although they are still a very – well-run team in my opinion i don't foresee them making the playoffs i think that there's gonna be some teams that pop out of nowhere that are gonna do a lot better than they are this year um and dude, they slid right like at the end of last slide. year they and even two years ago they've been sliding is a better way to put it yeah so i think it's just gonna be one of those things where it's like a continued snowball effect and then it's just gonna explode for a rebuild for them uh eastern conference uh Honestly, I could see any of them kind of being a wash, but mainly Pit- the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the reason being is that with them losing Matt Murray and with them making some other wait, trades. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, I, they're a pretender. Wait, what they, no, no, no. What happened with Matt Murray? I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Oh, Go on. How did I miss on, this? I mentioned it earlier. They traded Matt Murray to the Ottawa Senators. This is why I hate producing the show because I'm like, that's definitely that moment where I'm like looking the other way. Ah, wait, what? Yeah, yeah they, uh, they are – they traded Matt Murray, so Tristan Jari is their starting goaltender. Uh, I don't know how I'd feel like about a young goaltender that's 23, 24 years old that played like three games in the NHL last year, and that was on a shortened season. But they're, they're not also, doing the T word, are they? The T word? Oh, I hope not. If they, if, ooh, if oh, they, work out. Don't worry if they do. If, 
<laughs> well, pick out a bit and grab another star, why don't you? <laughs> like, well, here's the thing. There's only so much time that they have left with Crosby and Malkin, and the they're ruining okay. it, honestly. I, I hate know, here's the problem, I have though. such a disdain for that team, but they are ruining those guys. I know. Dave, here's the problem. I'm pretty sure Sidney Crosby and Aaron Rodgers are close to the same age. So, like, whenever I want him to phase out, like, I have to check out myself out of the hotel. So, like, I can't have that. You keep talking about, you know, like, doing things and stuff. And that's what I'm worried about, about this team. Sorry, I had to just open up about my insecurity there. Like, because I am scared to go into that final turn, Zach. I'm thinking about football. I'm sorry. But no, no. All right. Let me ask you this then, Dave, because it's funny. I was thinking about this, too. Like, from a contender perspective, right? Like, Okay. I'm scared to get on board the Flyers. Like, I'm going to ask you this. You can answer this question. Because basically, I'm going to say, what are your contenders? But I want to ask you as we go into this, are the Flyers on? Be honest, though. Be, be sure with me. Like, are they on your list? Like, I, I'm scared to put my heart in, like, in because, like, every year they're in a different way to just, like, not get it done. It's just, like, I, obviously, when you look at it, we're almost racking up. We're getting close to the 50-year anniversary of Stanley Cup. So, it's like... Yep. I, I wanted to win one. And like, I really thought last year was the year, you know, right? Like they played so well. And I even, like, me and Joe were joking around saying, you know, they're going to play great in those first four games, but like, it's going to be a letdown after that. But seriously, like, we're just like, we're also just joking around being like cynical a little bit, right? Like, it's like, why did they play so well in those four games? And they just like, not really, like, let's be real. They didn't look good in that Montreal yeah. series. They didn't look good at all in the Islanders series. And honestly, they even went to seven games that you didn't, they're they they somehow pulled it out of their butts for those seven games. But honestly, I think that there's been a lot of work that they've done in the offseason. I think on with the unfortunate retirement of Matt Niskanen, it does open up some weird positions in the defense. But if they can solidify that in the first, like, five games, because the season's going to be anywhere between 52 to 56 games. Every game counts at this rate. Um so if they are able to figure out who the defensive pairings are in the first five games, I see no reason why the Flyers can't be top team in their division, if not the second place. For the sheer fact that they were rolling so well last year with this squad, and now that they solidified who's playing in what position, because last year big if a big what-if was Nolan Patrick. He was out with migraine disorder all year. Didn't play a single game that season. He's back scrimmaging. He's been scrimmaging during the shutdown. He's playing. He's able to kind of sleep better at night. So that's a good sign that he's going to be sliding back into that third center position. If I feel not, like AD he, could really like kind of get his hands on him. Oh yeah, and that that's the best part. He's like 22 years old. Yeah, it's fun to hear that. If if he's not able to play 3C, then we have this other young prospect that scored. Two goals in the first two games that he was in named Morgan Frost. Morgan Frost, he could easily play that 3C position. Honest, and the best part is, is that Oscar Lindblom's back. Oscar Lindblom was on pace That's to have great. A, a, lot, a lot of levels. That's awesome. He, such, a, such a great story. And honestly, if things work out by the end of 2020 or the very beginning of 2021, I will have a Hockey Fights Cancer Oscar Lindblom jersey. I told oh, I myself I get one of those too. I told myself if he played in the playoffs that I would get one of those jerseys with him on the back. And I'm just waiting for that time to get it. Um, but he will easily slot in in bet- next to Kevin Hayes and uh, Scott Lawton. Easy. That'll be an easy second line. 
First line, we don't have to worry about Claude Giroux playing center anymore because we have four centers. That's the best thing. And Carter Hart, Carter Hart is going to be a top-tier goaltender. He is 21 years knees. Yeah. In the crease, I mean, he's, a, he's phenomenal. <laughs> Honestly, he, in my opinion, if he turns out to be the goaltender, I think he will, he will be the second coming of Bernie Perron. And that's, that's a hot take. That is a hot take. Because <laughs> – because the saying was is that only God saves more than Bernie. <laughs> I love if, that. I love that. If God saves more than Bernie and Carter Hart's potentially the next Bernie Perron, I'm I'm gonna be a very happy Flyers fan. I know. You know, it's funny. I, I feel like Zach's gonna be a really happy fantasy guy if he wins this league this year. Did we jump into a little uh, little football chatter here as we kind of get closer to the end of the show? Yeah, let's do it. I was gonna say so the league is is gonna start January thirteenth, right? That's the plan. Yep. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. That's what I talk about, right? You know. No, I just want to bring it up so that anyone you know listening knew roughly when they could. And that's my birthday too, so it's a good little birthday present. We know we're starting starting the hockey journey with a bang. Yep. They're gonna be starting off 2021 on uh, the 13th. Uh, they finally settled whatever issues that they're having between the NHLPA and the the owners. So we'll be having hockey soon, boys. That's right. Let's go. It's going to be so much fun, too. A little shatter on the boards, you know. Um, but speaking of physical sports, right? We got football tonight, Zach. A little Thursday night football. Hey, you know, we got to get, get a little pumped up, get the juices flowing, as they say. You know, with, with the game. Oh, sorry, go ahead. What was saying, you know, with, the, with the game on Tuesday and then Wednesday was off, obviously, my whole week was so messed up. I, I didn't even realize that there was a football game on today until like three o'clock. I'm not going to lie. I'm like in the like a football high. I'm just kind of like, like in a daze. Like, just like, you know what I mean? Like, with like, it's, it's like every way, every. Game, like every day it feels like there's football, and I love like even the Monday doubleheader was awesome. I kind of like the doubleheaders on Monday, it. to be honest. It so. makes us East Coast people feel like like we're on the West Coast, like a five o'clock game, like as you get off work. But it's like this, like Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh Washington was like the perfect game for that too. Where it's like, well, like it's you know, like Packers Lions would be another good one where it's like, well, it's like kind of interesting, like it could be a game, but you know, I mean, like, yeah. No, I absolutely agreed. It's definitely uh, something different, so it's it's pretty cool. It's typical and, and tonight's game is intriguing, right? Too. I mean, like it's a good game, Dave. I mean, it's a little Rams Patriots, a little rematch of two Super Bowls, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and to that point, let me uh, you know whip the notes out here. I mean, there's it's funny. I, like we could obviously talk about this on so many levels, right? Like, do the Rams need this game more? Like they're right there and they're winning the division. Like do the Patriots, like everyone needs to win this game, right? Let's just like backtrack that and and, and put that in perspective. But Zach, I guess like. Give me your take on this game. Like, I'm not trying to be like, who needs it more? Like, I'm like, I'm trying to get whatever the sweet nectar of that take is, but not be that guy. Be like, who needs it more? Everyone needs to win this game. Like, Patriots are six and six. They won four or five. They're feeling really good. The Rams are looking pretty good too, though. They're in the driver's seat for the NFC West. It's like, where does that leave us? Yeah, I mean, tonight's going to be an absolute um, bloodbath of a game, in my opinion. I think it's going to be. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of back and forth. I think it's going to be very close. And I'm just extremely impressed that the Patriots were able to come out of that dark hole that they were in and now be six and six on the verge of possibly having a winning record. Um, and their, their name is now back in the playoff uh, conversation. And to me, that just goes to show the brilliance. If we didn't need to know it before the brilliance of, uh, if we didn't already know of uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> so Cam Newton, they're, so the Patriots are out there winning games with Cam Newton throwing like 68 yards passing. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty rare. That to me t- tells me that he's got a defense who I think lost what 
10 players because they opted out of the season because of yeah. COVID concerns. That tells and, me they have a defense working. They held the Chargers, which is a high-power, talented offense, to zero points last week. I know. And I'll double down on that. You know what makes it even funnier? You got people saying, like, when you talk about your opt-out list, it's like, like, so who opted out? And people are like, Patrick Chung opted out. I'm like, yeah. You mean the guy was here that everyone was saying, like, yeah, I caught him just because he's that bad. And it's like, then he goes back to the fold in New England. He's great. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, like, Bill Belichick is like the the, the player whisperer. He's a, I mean, you heard what Cam said. Like, he's all, he reminds me of Walter White. Like, he's that mm-hmm. smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's I mean, like, yeah. it's like, I was going to say one more thing. It's like the Breaking Bad episode, like at the end when, like, you know, he has like, uh, Oh, what are the, the two idiots that Badger and uh, what's uh, Skinny Pete or Slippery Pete? I'm, I'm losing it. Uh, but the, basically, Jesse's two friends are idiots that are basically meth heads. Like, they're the ones shining the lasers in. But he is like, you know, like saying that he's got the best snipers, like, you know, west of the Mississippi. And basically, I don't know if you've seen that, and I'm not trying to blow anything away. And if I did, you know, I'm sorry. But to that point, you, you should have watched it, in, you know, back in the day. But anyway. Basically, my point is like Bill Belichick can take those guys. He's like Walter White and says, "You two idiots, like come with me, and I'm going to take you to the promised land." Like, and that's I'm not saying like that's the like basically saying you can take that for the Patriots, be like undrafted guys, like guys with no credibility, and turn it around, and, and they're six and six. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And and speaking of, they remember last year their linebacking core, what they call themselves, like the Boogeyman or something. They lost like half of their linebacking linebacker core, Deontay uh, Hightower, I think, yeah, was, like, the most notable one. Um, it's just incredible. And let's talk about the Rams a little bit. If you look at the Rams schedule, their last five games, they've played the Cardinals, the Seahawks, 49ers. Um, there were two other teams that they played recently that real are like really tough games. But the point I'm getting at is, is they've been playing contender after contender after contender. And it's like, all right, now there's a, a short week. Like, are, are we going to slip up against the Patriots on Thursday night? Which is kind of what I'm thinking might happen, but. We'll see. And Dave, what about you? I mean, you're—I know you're a hockey guy, but well, I mean, what you look at this game, right? There's a lot of implications on all, all across the board. Like, what, like, what do you see in a game like this? Like, what makes you want to just tune in and just lock in for it? I feel like for me, because like I've never been truly the biggest NFL guy. Um, it's more of like the name power, like the pres- like I guess you could say like the prestige behind the names and the teams. Um, like the fact that it's Steelers Rams or Patriots Rams, excuse me. Um, like you know that they're going to be two really talented teams, regardless. Uh, regardless of one's like completely sucking and one's the complete opposite side of the coin. Um, personally, I like to weigh in on who needs the win more. Uh, in order to kind of climb that uh, AFC East, I think the Patriots are going to have to pull something out there. Because they're sitting third out of that portion of the division. So um, the Rams have a little bit of that edge being on the top, but I feel like they got to, like like you said, both teams need it. But I don't know. I feel like in order to make sure that they could be that playoff caliber outbreak, I think the Patriots need it a little bit more. Well, do you want me? I can knock your socks off here for a second. Do you want to know some stats? I got K-Max stats tonight. I always like fun ones to chew on. Ready? Love it. There you go. I got the notepad out. It's getting slim, too. The stats are coming out. You can see it's like very like thin yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, so, let me give like, you an over-under. Ready? Over-under 2006 was the last time the Rams beat the Patriots. 
Wow. Over under. I'm gonna say over. Wait, I don't even know what that would mean. Like under meaning like like like, under meant like like more time. I I meant over meaning like it was longer than that. It was. The last time they beat them was 2001. And I'll give you a fun stat. So the Patriots have beat the Rams six straight times, and obviously the last 20 years. 21 or 19 years, sorry. I can't do math. That's why I'm a journalism major. But in the last 19 years, the Patriots have beat the Rams six straight times, including two Super Bowls, which we both know. By the way, that, that Super Bowl sucked. That 13-3-1 a couple years ago. I was like, ugh. Was but anyway, awful. two years ago. But to that point, before that, the Rams had actually beat the Patriots four straight times. So go figure. And the first time that like snapped that four-game streak for the Patriots was when they beat the Rams in 2001 in the Super Bowl. So how about that? There you go. There's, there's some Kieran stats for you. I like that. I like Very that. Nice. Yeah, it's all right. No, it's not that interesting. I mean, no, it's, it is. it's, it's, it's it one is. of those things where it's like, wow, I didn't know that. But it's like you're not going to go to the water cool tomorrow and like tell your friends in the office and be like, by the way, did you see what happened? Like, no, no. I mean, you know, it's not that interesting. But to that point, I don't know if any of that means anything for the outcome. And then it's funny. I have, like, I have betting stats I like just pulled in just like to talk about on the show for anyone that's like looking for that. Although I probably have to hustle up and do it in the next 60 seconds here. Um, Patriots are getting five and a half. They're plus 200 money line, which makes me think the Rams are going to win that. It, that's like, like you can't take the Rams in good faith on that. Like, but did that's why I feel five, like. Did it go to five and a half? Cause it was at four and a half. Most yeah, it did go to five and a half, I think, but uh, Patriots are five and one against the spread uh, on Thursday night football. And the Rams are three and one against the spread in their last four games. So it's like, I don't, or, or I don't know what that means. 44 and a half is the over under. Now I think it was moved down to 43 and a half. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any like my play would be stay away? Like I don't I don't know. I mean, my hunch is John hit the nail around the head. I was talking about it today earlier, Zach, and I was saying, um, like, you know, like what do you like? And he was saying it's gonna be one of those games where the Patriots are gonna look like they're gonna win the game the entire time. The Rams are just gonna at the end just kind of cover and it'd be like, Wah! like kind of a thing. Yeah, None of it'll be interesting, none of it'll look groovy or sexy. I can absolutely see that happening. I I, I personally would take the Patriots just because I could see it being like a field goal, one of those weird – It's the line I saw was four and a half or five and a half, same thing, whatever. It means like someone's going to miss an extra point or something stupid is going to happen at some point. So, Well, I was about to say, wait, you have your picks. Yeah, well, you want to do a little tease? I'll put the article link. Yeah, sure. So the one that I thought was pretty interesting, and this is going to be one you're going to have to hold on to your, you know, hold on to your pants the whole time of the game, is uh, <laughs> the Cam Newton under 175 and a half passing yards. Because <laughs> – if you if you look his last five games, three of them he's been he's been under 120 yards total. But then those other two he had like 360 and like 280. So it's one or the other. You're going to get minimal passing, which I think with Aaron Donald in your face, you're probably gonna you might struggle a little bit with that regard. So, might see less, yeah. Right. So I'm thinking we go less on the one 175 and a half. But that's that's a scary one because the whole time you're going to be rooting for incomplete passes or. You know what a rush that is. That's like going to double black diamond on the ski lopes. Or but isn't it kind of crazy? The lope, like, right? But isn't it kind of? I'm crazy? like thinking about like I'm thinking about so many things with like like because I want the Rams to lose for the Packers. Like I'm nervous about this. Like I don't like I, they scare me. Yeah, it's, the Rams uh, scare me a little bit. They're like sorry. Sne- I thought I like, get that out. They're sne- they're sneaky tough. Um, but the thing is like they beat like so the Patriots beat the Chargers like we said 45 nothing. And cam through for like eighty some yards. So I mean, even if they do score a lot, like he could only throw for eighty yards. So that's and, interesting. And the other thing, Dave, I feel bad. We're like just me and Zach are just going. It's a lot of it's a lot of fear, you know, in the in the, in the bloodstream. Are you a birds fan? 
by default, like I don't think I'm anything but. I know this is not the best time to ask you that question when they're you know not looking so hot. Were they three nine and one? Three eight one. Three eight one. Yeah. Why can't I? I I, I told you the whole journalism thing. That entire division sucks. It's all right. We'll we'll just bypass them. Yeah, you know I like that. All right, to that point, let's move on to college. Zach, you're rocking the gear. You're rocking the gear. Right. You know at that point, I'm gonna actually like look. We can do this thing where I could act like Zach, Army, Navy, which is what I was saying earlier. But it's like I'll be straight with you. Like Emily texted me right before the show, and I had no idea Army Navy was playing on it, like this weekend. And it's that point she showed me how awesome their uniforms are, and I got pulled. By the way, I love that she sent this to me because this is awesome. Yeah. This is so cool. And, and shout out, I you know, gotta give the girlfriend some love. Like, this is all, I mean, this is awesome that she sent this over. And how cool are these uniforms? Like they're sick. <laughs> And I love Army Navy so much. It's on my bucket list to go to a game so badly. And like, oh, man, this is really cool. I mean, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Every, every year they always pull off like some really, really sweet looking uniforms for this game too, which is uh, it's really cool and it's it's unique. You know, just the just the tradition behind this game is is just phenomenal. Like we said earlier, like everyone always has a side, but at the end of the day, there's no disrespect between the two because it's America versus America in a sense. Exactly, and it's like the greatest to me. This is the greatest rivalry of all in all in all. Of I agree. That's a good. That's a great question. It's like I feel like when you look at there's like maybe like five I have in a bag. It's like Army mm-hmm. Navy, and they're all special in their own way. Obviously, like Army Navy, Yankees, Red Sox, like you yeah, know, Packers, Bears, Duke, like UNC, Michigan, like this, yeah, 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 yeah. Cardinals, Cubs, like there's like a lot of good ones, and, and you know, but to that point, yeah. Um, yeah, this is. I was going to say a little bit. You go for it. You're good. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, what's up, Iris? The my master. <laughs> uh, no, so this is no it's just great. I love it. Let's like, tune in. We're talking a little Army-Navy football here. And then and to that point, Zach, you got the whole colors rocking here. So you got to gotta show, yeah, you got to represent. So, yeah, yeah. sorry, to that point, you got to. No, as I say, it's, it's the 100, 121st meeting between the two. So it's just there's a ton of history behind this. Um, Navy has won 61 times. Army's won 52. And then the outliers were, were ties. So, but like the difference from that 121, the math you got going on there, seven <laughs> or eight or nine ties. One or the uh, you lost me on the wins. Like, that's how bad my math is. <laughs> yeah. So, but going into this year, this is actually, they're playing at Mikey Stadium, which is at West Point, which is beautiful and phenomenal. Uh, yeah. I take over there for an extremely long time. He took me there when I was little. It's a great experience. Highly recommend going there to any sports fan. I want to get back there as soon as possible. But, this is the first time they played at West Point since 1943. They usually play, you know, as we know, Philadelphia or uh, DC, Baltimore, the Maryland, or the Meadowlands. I can't talk myself. Yeah, I so, my my water is literally like I got my eleven pledge right here. That's like you know right close to me. But I can't reach my water. Like <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, going into this game, Army seven and two, and Navy is three and six. So. Um, the betting line is more it's, it's army is minus seven for this game, but these games are always so close. They're extremely gritty. Um, you know, it's just one of those games where you just want to sit back and enjoy it. Honestly. I know. And I love like the time of year they play too. I feel like that's important. To, like, it's like, it might be snow. It might be snow. Is it going to snow up there at all? Um, we're going to mild actually afternoon. This yeah, no, I don't like, think so. I think it's actually going to be like, like low fifties, pretty mild, like pretty, pretty yeah, good man. weather. But, 2017 when they won it was it was snowy and uh it was in philadelphia and uh army won on a on a kickoff or, or navy or not kickoff they won on a navy missed field goal so it was pretty special i love that i love that sack facts i love that yeah right there you go 
All right, but to that point, this has been fun. Yeah, and then, you know, we got a little college football. No Ohio State, Michigan. Does anyone have a take on that? Like, that's a little like, – I don't, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's just, like, so weird. I mean, the Big Ten, right? Like, what? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised like, I in Michigan. Say to them. I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan did it on purpose so that Ohio State couldn't – I didn't, didn't want to have that take, that but I, I know what you mean. It's yeah, like, which I hate to say that, of course, but, you know. But it's just, you know. And at that point, would Ohio State even deserve to be in the playoffs if they only played five or six games? Like, but they also are so damn. If you say no, it's like, but they're good. Like they're really good. Yeah, you know <laughs> I mean, like you know, it's, it's off. I mean, I'd rather yeah. see Florida than Ohio State, though. I think that'd be you know, entertainment value would be Florida. Oh, click base uh, as ESPN would say, right? Yeah, as yeah. ESPN Plus would say that you pay for. Oh God, yeah. Oh my God, I I gotta unsubscribe. <laughs> I only threw for the UFC fights. So that's yeah. I mean, but to that point, the only reason I did was because there was no sports. <laughs> now the sports again. So you know, but we're not for long. People living in Pennsylvania. You know, everyone's shutting down again. Um, oh boy, yeah. Was that my hot take? Like, all right, Karen, stop. <laughs> all, right, <laughs> all right, anyway, this is a great thing. Did you have fun though? I mean, I, yeah, I, this was a lot of fun. I mean, I feel like we scared away with the football talk there for a second, but <laughs> no. you know, seriously, the hockey insight was awesome. Yeah, man, I I'm just looking forward to it. Like, I hope that at some point in the foreseeable future, they'll allow fans back in the stadium. Because I'd love to take Zach to a Philadelphia Flyers game where they beat Buffalo clean. No well, to that point, Zach, I, I even said to you, I want to go to a game. We'll do a little road trip. We'll stop on Williamsport, get some neutral beers, and we'll just perfect. keep going up to, to Buffalo. It'd be perfect. Perfect. Grab some wings. That's, I oh. try the wings so badly. Dude, life-changing. Like, the same way you can't see barbecue? Yeah, 100%. Easily. Easily. The same. I'd say it's on the same playing field for sure. Are my keys in my pocket? They are. <laughs> Kansas City Barbecue is the 18th. Back tomorrow, everyone. <laughs> yeah, and the Buffalo Wings are the 17th. So it's right. You're right there. That's a move. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, hey, you know what the move is also. Gotta obviously follow us, right? Pull it up, gear, why don't you? Uh, audio episodes on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, you know, it's always a good time. I mean, I obviously prefer the video ones, but hey, if you want to do audio, you're driving in the car, you, get, you gotta be safe, right? You gotta obviously look on the road. Uh, check out all the audio episodes on uh, all your fun listening platforms. I was trying to think of like a groovy way to say that for both both of them, you know. But anyway, there you go. Uh, check us out on social media: Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Dude, I need water. <laughs> like my mouth is like dried out right now. Uh, at underscore get sidetracked, and then visit the website at www.get-sidetracked.com. And then I was talking about the video episodes. You can check us out on Twitch and follow, subscribe, get involved with the chat, and then obviously we have all sorts of good stuff on Facebook. Uh, uh, you know, it's free for YouTube. So I've, I've a little, and it's a free follow on on Twitch. So I mean, there's a lot of free stuff out there. It's like that commercial guy. It's like free, free, free. Um, what's not free is a store, but I also think it looks a lot better, you know, than, than my face. I mean, Zach. I mean, and Dave, you guys look great. So I can't, I can't, you know, relate to you guys. But to that point, you know, the store looks pretty good too. And obviously, there's all sorts of cool stuff. The holidays, right? And the store's been updated, right, with the protect the church. Yeah, I was, you know, all right. Should I do a little, little uh, protect the church? Do a little yeah. modeling. Do why? Model. Yeah. Oh, little, oh, all right. So we got the, you know, protect the church. You know, no, I'm not doing the whole wire thing. Like, that was awkward. It looked like I was like doing like the whole like like endoscopy. It was awful. But um, to that point, I, yeah, yeah, we got all sorts of cool stuff on the store. Would check it out. Christmas gifts. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting my neck gator too. You know, with the whole oh, shutdown right. thing. So right. I can look fashionable, go. but I can't go anywhere. Right, exactly. To be awesome. But I mean, this was awesome too. This is a lot of fun tonight. 
Oh. Yeah, I I enjoy talking hockey. I'm uh, I'm learning, as you can see. So it's it's good. I, Take I, our I, hands, Zach. We're in with this. It's fun. Like it's gonna be a lot of fun this year. Uh, I'm excited. Are you gonna do like a thing every uh, every Sabres game? You watch get some wings somewhere, like a little five pack. Or I something really like that? should, or I should get. I have a friend who lives in Buffalo. I should get Cliff to send me some Duff's wings down or something somehow. I like look their side up. Yeah. Is it like dive bar style too? It's pretty close to that, yeah. Like it's like, you, like it's not like vibe. touristy at all. It's just it's just very like dive bar ish. Yeah, hardwood floors. Oh, I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting hungry, guys. I know, yeah, I know. Oh yeah, yeah. At that point. Here up some food. We got a little Thursday night football here, but here we're with everyone for the chat. Obviously, it's a lot of fun. You know, for everyone just tuning in and getting involved with the show, we always appreciate it. And we're we'll back on the air on Monday at seven o'clock, as always, with some football recaps. Anything you guys want to take us out with? <laughs> oh yeah, I love. I love. I haven't. I haven't seen this side of Zachary in a minute. I, I'm. I'm happy while. to see it. It's big game. You think you guys are gonna win? I yeah, well, yeah. I I do. I think it's gonna be very tough. I think it's gonna be tough because the Cardinals are due for a rebound, and you know, I, I I'm I'm jaded because of all the years of just mediocrity and horribleness. I'm like, I always have that doubt in my brain a little bit still, but I gotta start telling myself now, like we're actually we're getting there. So I'm confident. I feel good, and I'm excited. And you know, Iris Akiba last year, you're great. You guys are great. And Zach, can I duck real quick? Because I have a hot take, and I don't know where you're going to take this. You're going to get blown out this weekend, and you're going to win out. Okay, well, that would mean we're going to have like a bad game after the Seahawks. It's going to be a hangover game after the Seahawks because it was such a good win. This is my like very hot take, and then you're just going to roll through. You're going to beat the Browns on primetime. Everyone's going to be like, all right, look, I know they lost, but they're in. They are a good team. Like these guys put it all, like they showed out. Yeah, you know Either that, I, or you win this week and you lose like a heartbreaker to the Browns on prime time. Where it was like they're real, like they're real. That was a loss, but they're real. That's, yeah, like, that's I'm, my I'm not, hot take. Yeah, I'm not blind. I mean, you know, I, I I would be shocked and extremely thrilled if we won out and finished nine and seven. But I mean, the chances, as we know, they've already we're already won four in a row. Like the chances of keeping that streak is extremely difficult. So just ride you know, the wave, though. I'm positive, but we'll see what happens. Just got to ride the wave, like you said. Yeah, Dave, what are you feeling? Hockey's back. That's all. That's all exactly. I can say. I just like less than a month, or just about a month. I just mm-hmm. can't wait at this. And rate. then, w- real quick, you know, I can't believe I didn't ask you this before we jumped off. What are you, what's your take on this whole like outdoor thing? So it makes sense, and I wish that more teams would be able to do it. But they also have to remember that they're going to be playing into June. It's going to be very difficult to play into June outdoors with ice. Especially in Los Angeles and California. Oh, I was going to say in Canada. I mean, <laughs> even even there too, it's going to be difficult everywhere. But I mean, if they would have been able to pull something off in Philly like that, I would be buying tickets to go to Citizens Bank Park. So I, like, yeah, would, like we we talked about that. My dad and I both agree though. I feel like you're not getting. I mean, to that point, now is a different, like an entirely different thing, right? I would go now, and I think it'd be really cool because you could do the proper social distancing and everything like that. But like. If it was like just like a normal season with fans and everything, like we both kind of agree, like I don't think you really see the puck, like the angles yeah. aren't the same. Like it's a game where you can really enjoy it wherever you have a seat in the building in a normal arena. Yep. But in a football stadium or a baseball stadium, I don't, I don't know so much. Yeah, that like that's m- the biggest detractor for me going to any of the stadium series. Like I really wanted to go to the one that the Flyers Pittsburghs had out in Pittsburgh. Like, I almost pulled the trigger on that when I was in college, but I am very thankful that I didn't. 
but I feel like I have to go at some point just for the experience of it. Like to watch an outdoor professional hockey game. Like I agree. I feel like at some point, even if it's not my team at this rate, like it was hell, just cool Buffalo, if, if Buffalo has one, sure, I'll go to Buffalo. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Let's do it. That'd be a good little road trip. What's your park, Zachy? There you go. Let's do Duffs. it. Let's go. Teddies. Oh, perfect. Let's do it. Mud pit. Oh, mud pit. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. <laughs> let's do it. Awesome. I'll say to that point. Let's do it. Let's let's throw on some Thursday Night Football. Let's jump off the air here. I know we got some good stuff. Check out Zach's picks. Check out Dave's article about the hockey retro jerseys. We want to appreciate everyone, and we we appreciate everyone today. For what we love, we want to see you back on Monday. Uh, to that point, we'll be back on the air, like I said, at 7 o'clock. So we'll see everyone.